Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You currently locked into the coldest podcast in the land. It's your boy, B. Jones, a.k.a. Bolo, and you know when I'm pulling up to the porch. I can't pull up without my dog. What's going on, y'all? It's your main man here, Big Smitty, a.k.a. D-Nice. You heard what Bolo just said. This is the porch. Welcome. We are back, Bolo, man. It's been too long. I ain't seen you in a couple weeks, man. You didn't you didn't got the hair cut and changed the hair up, oh, man. You've been you know coaching. What What's going on with you, brother? Man, you know, before we get on the show, bless Holly favorite, 10 toes down, man. Can't get on the show unless we thank God first, man. But Earth. yeah, it's been a while since we've been on the porch together, brother. It's good to see you. Yeah, man. I think our latest episode, if I'm not mistaken, had uh, somebody of the name of Maya, if I'm not mistaken. Ooh, yeah. talk to him. Talk Grammy, to him. Grammy winning artist Maya, the legend. And uh, hey, man, I ain't gonna lie. It's been popping online right now, man. I'm seeing people reposted and all the it's social clips, man. Right and we ain't even posted all like all the the different social media, you know, short form videos yet. We just now getting started, man. But shout out yes, to Maya sir. though, she was amazing, great energy, um, very humble. Someone who's had as much success as she's had during her career. You know, sometimes you know you go in and, and you meet your star, you you meet the people you've been a fan of for a long time. And you don't expect them to be as humble as she Thanks. is, as she was. But man, she's a a hell of a person, uh, doing so much. And it was it was so dope to be able to sit down with her, Bolo. I wish you could have been out here with me, I my know, guy. Man, I'm salty, man. Hey, bigger and better though, my bro. Hey, it's not means it's only up from here, bro. So shout out to Maya, man. I know it was definitely an amazing time, amazing experience too. So, sorry, man. Yes, yeah, sir. We got another big time guest. Another one. That I'm Another super one. excited to have on the porch. I know our porch fans are going to be uh, very excited as well, man. So he's right here waiting. I don't want to keep my guy waiting. Today's special guest, he's a professional boxer, a Southpaw with a record of 18 wins to only two losses with 15 of those wins by way of knockout. He's fighting out of Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, mm. the one and only Elijah Pierce. Welcome to the porch. <laughs> Yes, sir. Appreciate y'all, man. The wolf for life appears at the service. You know what I'm saying? The wolf. My fault, my guy. The wolf. You know what I mean? Let me get right. Let me get right. How you doing, brother? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm, um, you know, I'm coming off a big win. You know, I had my first TV fight. You know, uh, my TV debut uh, uh, headlined on The Zone. You know, everything happened the way that I wanted it to happen. You know, I got the knockout in spectacular fashion uh, in the third round. And, you know, now we're looking at bigger and better. You know, I'm looking at leveling up again and, you know, showing everybody that I'm a deserving champion. Hey, y'all. Football season is finally here. And you know the best place, the number one place for all your sports betting needs this season? It's Bet Online. 
Hey, y'all, use promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V, BELIEVE, to get your 50% plus welcome bonus on your first deposit. Hey, y'all, man, NFL football, college football, and more football. I cannot wait. It's the best time of the year, and Bet Online is your place to be. Go to Bet Online right now. Use the promo code BELIEVE and start dropping your bets. Now back to the porch. Well, you yeah. know what, man? Hey, you, you dove straight into it, so let's get straight to it. Your last fight was, was last month. Like you said, you fought, I think you fought with overtime, which was on the zone. Uh, mm -hmm. Major fight. Me and my guy, Bolo, we went back. We, we watched it. Third round knockout. Uh, I, I think the guy you fought with, was it Mike Pl Planilla? Am I saying it right? Yeah. And he's a guy, hey, shout out to him. Good fighter. He came out. He was aggressive. One thing about you that, that, that I know during that fight, you were very patient and was smart. You know what I'm saying? I, it, it almost felt like you was calculating, like, just first round, second round, and third round, right when you saw your your chance, you popped him, and that's all it took, man. That's, that's all she wrote. Talk about just the mindset going into that fight and uh, knowing it was your first TV fight and how important that was for you. Okay, well, first things first, I heard us talking about Maya, first of all. <laughs> talk to hey, me, talk to me. Hey, hey, I get Maya on the show, like, hold on. Like, I need to, <laughs> well, I hold on, okay, hold on. I know you new to the Porsche, man. We we know <laughs> for getting big-time guests like yourself. Facts. So like, a couple weeks ago, I had the pleasure and the honor of getting Maya on the porch, but we didn't do it, we didn't do it on Zoom. We did right. it in person. person. Pulled up in L.A., Face to face. Now listen, I'm a married man, but my <laughs> wife know that's Maya. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, that's Maya. So even wifey was over there. You know what I mean? Take Maya. So uh, hell of a person. And next time I shoot with her, man, I might have to bring Elijah in, bring Bolo in, and we can do a full little. I don't know. Full episode. Yo, like no cap, like for music, everything. Like she, she hard. So. Oh, well, yeah, for sure. But anyway, though, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man, like, honestly, like I said, uh, going into the fight, you know, I knew I knew it was just more about uh, uh, it being a proving ground for me, being a, a, a statement piece, because, you know, I, um, I don't know how much of my story you guys know, and to those you know who you are to who be tuning in or whatever you know y'all who who don't know about me, um, you know I, I have a decorated uh you know pretty pretty decorated amateur career I had about fifty fights, um you know I was the first Olympic Olympic trialist from Oklahoma, um, you know um I, I was for number three. And number two in two weight classes in the amateur, the one twenty three or one thirty two, mm. uh, in the US. Um, you know, I was on Team USA for a little while. Um, you know, so I had I had some credentials behind me before I turned pro, and then as I turned pro, um, you know, I, I come from since I come from Oklahoma. You know, it was really just me and my dad for the most part. Mm. And, you know, we he didn't know everything, but you know, he's a great great coach and a great guy. You know, he's still training me to this day, but um, you know. He didn't really know everything. So when it came to like weight and stuff like that, like I just fought slick kind of more so at my next weight. I didn't really lose weight like that. Like so I'm fighting at uh, you know, at high, way higher weight classes. And, you know, there's a dynamic in the sport where, you know, people they'll drain weight to obviously have an advantage, you know, in size and whatnot. Right. So 
you know, I had to just kind of get hit, you know, hit to that. I ended up, you know, that's how I ended up pretty much taking my first loss on some like mm-hmm. type shit. But I mean, like I said, regardless, like I said, I, I had that loss and I had a second loss due to like some personal stuff, you know, uh, went through a divorce and bunch of other stuff and then pretty much had to come back from that, get new management, get a whole new team, build my way all the way back up. Whoever they put in front of me was knocking their ass out. Mm-hmm. I went to, uh, everybody's hometown, all my big fights uh, or significant fights, whatever, where I was supposed to lose, you know, I always had to go to their hometown and beat them. Therefore, I kind of uh, earned the the alias, the, the home record. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Got got some shirts uh, out mm-hmm. on that. So you know, uh, go to hoop uh, You know, I have merch, all my exclusive merch there. But um, but yeah, man. So you feel me? Like, like I said, a, a, anybody they put in front of me, we took them out, and I, I've continued to do so until this point. Now I'm top ten in the world, like across all sanctioning bodies on boxing and everything else. Like I'm top ten, so. I'm, I've made that statement that I'm I'm a force to be reckoned with. So now all I need is one of the uh, the top guys in front of me to you know take the challenge. And, and once I get all my uh, I got I got some uh, business dealings I have to handle currently. But once I get all that stuff underway, you know hopefully we'll see what the next fight can be made. You know we're looking at either either number seven or number eight. Uh, you know Sam Goodman, Ryan Celine. Uh, one of them, or or maybe Lewis Neri, uh, David Picasso. You know, like I said, whoever's willing to take to take the challenge and, and beat them, they will fight for the world title. Love it, bro. Love it. Now, obviously, you you unpacked a lot there, um, which is pretty cool. The biggest thing that I see is the drive, the direction. You know, what I'm saying the mentality that you have right now to just compete and to win and be the best. Um, talk about OKC. You know, we don't we don't get a lot of people from OKC on the show. So I guess how has OKC you know uh played a part in developing Elijah? Uh well, you know, it, it it's a it's a very slow state. You know, it's it kind of building, you know, over time through uh I would say more so through like gen, uh gentr- gentrification is you yeah. know things like that. But um yeah, you know, it's always been like a, a slower state. You know, it, it's like it's not like Atlanta. You know, Atlanta, of course, fast. You know, it's mm-hmm. a lot, pretty much like I said, black capital. You know, for celebrities and whatnot, like the hub for all them and whatnot, entertainment. And then you know, Oklahoma just it's just pretty. It's just a lot of a lot of land, a lot of open land, like you know, a lot of uh, farms. You know, um, horses and cows and whatnot, and. Uh, you know, it's starting to, like I said, grow now more of an urban areas. But you know, it's it's cool, man. You know, the people are cool. The one thing I've always kind of respected is the people are very, uh, they're very um, straightforward. You know, mm-hmm. they tell you what it is, what's on their mind. You know, and that's that's a that's a good thing more so because at least you kind of evade the fake type of more so, but. You know, I mean, is there's there's that everywhere though. You know what I'm saying? Right. But anyway, you know, either way, like I said, it's it's cool though, man. You know, it's a good good. It's a good place to retire and and settle down if you're looking to you know just live more of a serene, it's like slow place, uh, slow pace type of you know vibe. Kind of like you know my hometown, Indianapolis, Indiana, man. You know that that's where I'm. You know, Midwest, born and raised. 
My guy right. Bolo, he's actually living there right now. And right. kind of same thing I say to people, like it's really a, it's a it's a dope city. Like you can find stuff to do, um, but it's definitely much more slower pace and uh somewhere where like, yeah, you ready to just kind of settle down, raise a family. It's a beautiful place to be at. Um, let me ask you this, man. I was, you know, kind of diving into the history of, of you and going to your background. Um, talk about just the the how you found boxing. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, but your dad used to fight and train within like the martial arts and kickboxing. How big of a role did he play in terms of getting you started in, in, into the combat sports? Oh, I mean, he he was the <laughs> The reason for me being in combat sports. I mean, if not for him, I would not be in combat sports at all. I had no intention of being in combat sports. Basketball was like the big thing on my mom's side of the family. And I was always with my mom. So, you know, me and my brothers we was always hooping. So I was always hooping at a young age. And I was good. You know, I was really good. And then, but be real, Lionel. Like, be real. It's the time out. <laughs> Everybody say they could they was good, but like cause you really hooped though a lot. Good. I I could have I could have at the very least got like a uh uh what you call a, a JUCO scholarship or you know something like that. Like I I damn sure could have did that. I was I had that burner, boy. Well, I'm pulling this. Okay. I had that burner. <laughs> I had that thing for you know I was I was a short dude. I was always a short dude on the court. So you know I had to I had to have that burner. Yeah. So um, but yeah, man. So. Um, my dad, he just seen, he seen the talent in me early and I understand and now that I have a child, I can honestly kind of assess and, uh, you know, like that, that type of feeling that he has, you know what I'm saying? I have a, a almost seven year old, you know, mm -hmm. girl. Um, so, you know, I'm just able to, to relate some, but yeah, man, he, he, he seen it in me. Uh, I always kind of can naturally like, like hit like I didn't I didn't you know like you know kids like they kind of pit pat when you you know ask for mm -hmm. hits right like, I'm throwing them bitch yeah I was real dude like swinging swinging the motherfucker so I mean I don't know it just he 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 seen it he nurtured it and then uh over time like um they had uh him and my mom had divorced so I ended up moving to Atlanta so every summer I would come and then you know visit them and work with them and I always retain information and which was another key thing that he always said kept him kept uh it kept him to uh want me to put you know push to do it or whatever. So eventually well, I was in my sophomore year of high school um in Oklahoma and then I was still, you know, I was still hooping or whatever. I was you know, I missed playing ball. And then he was just kinda like, Hey man, like I honestly just feel like you need a box. He was like, Don't get me wrong, like you can hoop, you know, if you wanna you know, earn a life for yourself, get you a scholarship, or whatever, do what you want to do, that's fine. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. But he was like, I honestly feel like you have like God gifted ability to box. And I feel like you it would be more conducive to which how you want to build the life. Cause I've always wanted to have a certain type of lifestyle. You know, I ain't gonna lie, I do I like the nice I like nice things. I like, you know, I like nice cars. I like I like, you know, clothes, fat, you know, all that stuff. All that. I like I like the drip, so um, <laughs> um, you know, it was just the best way to, to to go about it. And honestly, I listen, I just listened to him. Like I trust my dad, me and my dad, we like this, like we locked in for real. So um yeah, it pretty much went like that, man. Then everybody took off with it. Every man, I gotta jump in real quick, uh in Bolo, not to cut you off. I want you to jump now in. Now you good. I think this is a great moment, man. First of all, shout out to your pops. pops I facts, mean, for just facts. being 
being a father, you know what I'm saying? And being in your life and really give you direction. Cause we need one, we need more of that. But two, this is a prime example of showing the impact that a father can really right. have. And you, you guys see, I'm saying, I'm not saying dad, I think the difference between a dad and a father, like a father is like going to take the responsibility that, you know, as a man to step up, mm -hmm. to direct, to teach. And your dad saw something that maybe you didn't even see at a young age. And now you look back now and your whole life has been changed. And obviously you're still early in your career and I'm sure you're going to see so much more success, but it's like, man, I, I, I had to just take a moment to use that as like a, a teaching moment for like, you know, parents out here, young parents, you know, moms and dads, but especially the fathers that, man, you could have a true big time impact on your kids. And then on the flip side, kids, listen to your pops. You know what I'm saying? Like your, your parents care about you and, and nine times out of 10, they, they know what's best. So I just think that was a, a beautiful story though to hear. Yeah, no, no. That's, I, a, that's a fact. Got to assess that. I mean, he's like, without my dad, like my dad, he's been, he's been such a pivotal piece to my personality, to who I am, just who I am, period. Like, so, you know, I'm like the biggest, you know, uh, kudos to him for, you know, being involved uh, and being an involved father to me and all my siblings and whatnot. And also, you know, even Craig, even major love and, and, and credit to my stepfather. My stepfather, you know, mm -hmm. I, Oblige him like I, my dad as well. Like we he we've been locked in ever since too. Like I I was the youngest out of my all my older brothers on my mom's side. So like I you know I guess he great you know don't gravitate to me the most. So you know and then me always being in sports or whatnot. Like he just always he just supported me one hundred percent. Like he invested my 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 stepfather's invested so much burden into all my sports and everything else. Like just because he's always he's always seen the talent in me and always been behind me, so it's like I was just you know I'm blessed and grateful enough to have like a, a lot of positive male figures in my life. Like I got you know my like I said my own father, my stepfather, my older brothers. You know they're all clean cut, great guys, great fathers. You know what I'm saying? Ain't never been in trouble with the law. Ain't no you know what I'm saying? None none of that. Like so I just had a, a great foundation and, you know, and I'm just obviously going to look to pass that on to my child, uh, you know, my future children, if they, if I have some and, you know, um, to, to other, like I said, fathers out there, man, who, who listening so they can take it in. Cause no, they, it is important, bro. Like, like I always think about, uh, you know, the, the passage, um, you know, honor, honor thy, thy mother and father and thy days will be long. That was like one of the first, um, one of the first like lessons I learned, I guess, from the Bible or whatnot. So that's just something I always took to heart. So like my ultimate goal, even with this boxing shit, like is to, is to be, um, um, like I want to be the one to secure my family's future. Mm. Like, you know, I, I want to be that that one to provide opportunities, provide a different lifestyle, provide, you know, just all of that for my family. And I'm very close to doing that. Facts, facts, man. Shout out, shout out to the dads, man, and the men who step up, you know, obviously being influential and, and creating impact, you know, obviously not only in your life, but just around the world. Because the biggest thing that I hear from you now is like now you want to reciprocate that same energy to, you know, your kids. And, you know, now. It's kind of like the generational effect where 
you know, everybody supporting the next generation and being able to get, you know, people in the best, best position to be successful. And that's how it starts. So, you know, we don't hear too much about, you know, the dad stepping up and playing a big part like that from the stepfathers, the brothers, you know, me and just being, you know, very impactful uh, to get you to that point. So we definitely appreciate you for sharing that uh, there. Uh, now, kind of going back into more of like your, your boxing world, right? So obviously, mm-hmm. Um, you know, in, in amateur, uh, before you went pro, uh, you went, you know, 38, 12 there. So had a good, uh, a good amateur career there transitioning right more into the pro side of things, I guess, how did you know you were ready for the pros, you know, to that point? Really, uh, my, my ex-wife had got pregnant with my child and Mm. I was, like I said, man, like I, I, I was built for fatherhood, like. I was it's a it was, it was naturally um it, it like embedded in me I yeah. guess I don't know I was naturally built for it so immediately I'm like all right what I need to do I need to mm. figure out how to provide for the family I need to figure out how to lead this family and figure out you know what we do so I'm I'm kind of panicking low key so you know I, I I was like okay I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go try out for the national golden because I wanted to win a world t- a, a, a national title in the amateurs before I turned pro. That was my, always my plan. And I was close. Um, but, you know, I, I had got second or whatever in, in the last one. So I was like, damn. So then on my, I, had, I had one more left and it was Golden Gloves. I was like, I, I was like all right, I'm going to go ahead and go do Golden Gloves. And then, you know, I'm going to turn pro after that. So I was like, all right. Because I had, I had been fighting for uh, – I was originally fighting for Oklahoma when I made my first Golden Gloves, but then I moved to Atlanta. So, like I said, I was fighting for Atlanta, Team Atlanta or whatever. And then, uh, so I, I was like, all right, this is my last one. I'm going to go ahead and go back home. I'm going to go to Oklahoma or whatever. So then I went to Oklahoma, and, they lo- and I low-key kind of got gun. It was like Oklahoma, Kansas or whatever. But anyway, the low-key kind of got done dirty. Like, they they robbed the shit out of me. I beat the hell out of some kid, and, like, they – like even the crowd was going crazy. Like it was, it was like that. So I, I don't know. I got robbed or whatever, and then I was like, "All right, well, shit, I need to turn pro." So you know, I got to provide for him. Then just you know, even then, man, it, it was it was tough, bro. Like people just do not understand the 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 difficulty of this sport, the difficulty of of this sport, and and the things that you have to endure, mm-hmm. like. Especially if you're trying to do it full time, you really like you trying to make a, a life out of this. Like it's, oh man, it's it's so hard. It, just, it takes so much dedication, so much time, and then not only that, like just the unnecessary, you know, the, the monetary expenses. If you are fortunate enough to have, uh, you know, a, a sufficient amount, you feel me? Like, but don't like if you asked out and. I mean, it, it just it just get hectic, man. And then the pay, you know, everybody's pay. You know, you got to start off. You got to pay your dues. You know, you don't really make nothing. You make, what, a couple of grand or, or something, a grand or two, possibly. Right. And, you know, you got to keep building up, building up. And that's and that's if you don't have any major backing behind you. Now, those lucky, you know, the, who, who've had the major backing, won national titles or whatnot or, or Olympians and all that, you know, they, they come at the gate, you know, making 20, 25,000 or so. You know, it's a whole different road. But like me, I had to get it out of the mud, unfortunately. Even though I, I did have more of a pedigree than, you know, than the average, I would say the average fighter yeah. starting out or whatever. But I don't know. I just think I don't know. I don't I don't exactly really know why, but I don't know. I just didn't really have the 
you know, the backing that I really needed in order to succeed in, you know, being the forefront in the beginning. But like I said, I, I ended up getting there. I, I was knocking everybody out and then, you know, hit my first loss, took some time off, made a, a major comeback fight, uh, knocked that dude out, got signed, saluted Bella, um, went through some, like I said, went through uh, my separation, leading to my divorce, ended up losing through all through all the, you know, trauma and headache and stuff through uh, from it, whatever, uh, then took off for about almost two years, came back, you know, then anything anything in my way like you get eight period and real quick because i yeah i know you you brought that up a, a couple of times there about you know the you, you, I, the second loss you had right it happened right around a tough time in your life obviously dealing with with the divorce you know uh with the mother of your child which again I, we're, we're both married men so i can only imagine you know going through that how tough that can be while simultaneously trying to like train and prepare for a fight but your mind ain't all the way there um, and then you took, like you said, you took about damn near two years off. And from what I read, you were considering retiring from the sport. Kind of walk walk us through just that that kind of two year period, uh, just that time frame of you know obviously the separation, which I know was probably very stressful and tough, the loss, yeah. and then you deciding if you even wanted to continue doing this. I guess where were you at mentally, and how'd you get out of that space? Hmm. Well, it, it was really like. I was, I was like hurt. I was like hurt on a number of different skills, like obviously, but it was, you know, even personally, you know, on that tip, but right. aside from that, like even on, on a boxing tip, I was hurt too. Cause it was like, I seen like, I seen everybody like slick turn on me. Like I, I, I seen a lot of people who, who looked at me highly. You mm -hmm. feel me? They was like, you know, they, I started to be down talked. I started like, oh, he trashed now. You know, like people right. were, 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 you know, they was down talking to me and I ain't gonna lie, I'm I'm a I I try to be, you know, I, I try to keep a, a, a healthy, prideful space. You know what I'm saying? I feel like there's there's a necessity for, you know, having some pride and whatnot, but um, you know, not not going too far like ego, being letting it become ego. Mm -hmm. but, yeah, but you know what I'm saying? So like of course it's gonna kinda hurt my pride because I to be looked at highly and then now need to call me a bone. I'm like, what? And and, and no, mm -hmm. you know, people know the story, people know what's going on. Like everybody, you know, I'm going through a divorce, all that it's just drama, drama, drama going on. And you know, I just I just had a chip on my shoulder and I still do to this day. Like that chip, but at the end of the day, that chip has gotten me to uh uh nine victories in a row. Mm -hmm. You know, and seven of those victories by knockout. So. And I think, I think for you too, I think what's pretty cool, right? Especially right now, when you look at the world of boxing, you see all these cats who are like undefeated, right? Uh, these cats that, you know, obviously haven't taken a loss, but you don't really see too many times, you know, now in the state of boxing, cats who, you know, might take an L, you know, may take another one and still come back and, and be dominant in the sport. Right. Um, I think that's one thing that I think is real cool because it's teaching the world that you can battle adversity. You may can lose, but you still can come back and be strong and be, and be better than ever. Um, so I think that's a great testimony there just to the world, because I think sometimes like in the, the commercial of boxing, you know, sometimes people believe that you 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 never can lose. You never can, can take a take a fall. And let's keep right? it real. Like I think I think it's because of Floyd. Right. And I love Floyd. Yeah. I, I'm not saying it's a negative. But I think Floyd Floyd changed the mindset behind boxing and now boxers feel like you have to be undefeated 
And if you lose, you lost all value. Right. It ran down the drain. But when you think about the history of boxing, all the greats the lost. Great fighters have, all have of taken, them. Muhammad Ali, Tyson, yep. Evander Holyfield, like all the greats lost. You know, Pacquiao, of course. So it's like, like you said, Bolo, it's like, it happens. We fighting. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, it's hard to win every single fight. Like, come on now. Yeah. And, and and I guess for you, Elijah, I guess my question, you might have answered it too, but I think it's so cool. Obviously, you've had that adversity. You've been able to battle back, you know, and win fights from that point. I guess, what have you learned from the losses? Um. Well, well, first, first um, you know, well, like, uh, going back to what you were saying about about not really hearing too many of those stories, um, you know, like like the the new WBC champion at one thirty, like Oshaki Oshaki Foster, like man, you know, me and him were real cool, like bro, like he got a similar story to mine, like he got two losses, you know, then he had two early losses, like me, you know, it might not have been like the same circumstances or whatever, but you know what I'm saying, like he had his two losses and and then he he fought his way back up and you know now he WBC world champ. You know what I'm saying? And I thought it was so crazy because he won the he he won a title at 20 and two. And now I'm 18 and two. And I, I literally know like I, for the most part, how like I said, how I even just explained it in two fights, I'm gonna be I'm I'm fighting for the title when we world champ. So I'll be like 20 and two. So I was like, that's kind of crazy. Oh. <laughs> but um, but um my bad. I was kind of very no, you good. Yeah, you good. Um but what you what what you ask me about that? Yeah, what did you learn from, from the losses? Oh yeah, um, really, uh, it, it just made me hone in. It made me want to hone in on my on my skill level. I wanted to be, I, uh, it's kind of wow, like how everything just kind of came about, like for real, because it was just real organic. Like I was, I was obviously trying to hone in and get better, but it's like, ah, uh, I had to find it. Mm. And, find find like that you know i guess i can relate it to like the eye of the tiger on rocky type shit like i had to you know really dig in and really try to cultivate and find something true to myself mm -hmm. and that's pretty basically what i did i locked in um you know i got back with my dad like i said that's my foundation nobody knows me like my dad and like he and my dad like he's always been uh very strenuous on like footwork, like which is uh, really something that a lot of coaches don't preach. You know, a lot like that's not really a a, a, a main focal thing a lot of coaches focus on mm -hmm. today. And I I noticed that, but yeah, footwork. Like he was so big on me on footwork and dancing and stuff like that. Like you know, he don't even talk me how to dance. So it's like I ended up finding a way to uh, interpolate it all together and just piece it together. So, like, I use, like, freestyle dance, like, actual freestyle dance. I'll use uh, New Jack Swing sometimes. Like, I use Capoeira. You know, it's Brazilian martial art, you know, based in a, in a dance uh, dance form called a Jenga. I mean, it's it's all types of different shit. So I'm really just kind of ex uh, exploring different, you know, different things. And I, I haven't even had that opportunity to really showcase it yet because I'm mm -hmm. knocking everybody out. You know, so you know, people are gonna see and when they see, you know, hopefully that'll that'll set me apart even more because I, I know I'm a I'm a um undiscovered talent that's that's you know uh hasn't gotten their just due quite yet. For real man. Yeah, like. I love that man. It's funny like you just made that statement that you haven't even 
had a chance to fully showcase all your skills because you've been knocking people out. It, it almost makes me think that sometimes is it almost like a like a negative thing to knock somebody out? Like I know it sounds so weird, but like in a sense that you only get two rounds to really go out there and, and, and get going. You get three sure, rounds yeah. to get going. And you've prepared for this fight for months. And then you go out there and you knock them out in the first couple rounds. Like, I mean, it's great. You know what I'm saying? Because I know uh, one thing I think I think Andre Ward used to always say that in boxing, you don't get paid for overtime. So I get it. Get in I and out. Really just about to say that. That's really what I was about to say. I was about to say, this shit ain't going to get no, no type of overtime pay. So now nah, we get tired of it. We get them out of it. But that's why, we, that's why we have to train and be consistent in our training because – if that day, that day's gonna might come where we gotta fight that dude all twelve rounds and go crazy, and right? Like, so we gotta be, we gotta be prepared for that, regardless. I, I, I bet, I bet the recovery piece though really, really uh, helps out in your favor too when you're knocking boys out in the third round. That's a good point. Oh yeah, man, I'll be, I'll be chilling. You be right because I, I bet like he down there probably ready to go again next week. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like if you ain't really get touched up for real and you just knock somebody out in a couple rounds, it's like. Shit, I ain't even hurt. Like, I'm damn near cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's real, man. And, and I'm glad we're talking about training because one viral clip, and you're going to know what I'm talking about, one big-time moment that you definitely know for was your famous sparring session with Javante Davis. I know I know what sparring is kind of like, I feel like in the boxing world, it's kind of like a, a hidden rule. You can't talk about too much or whatever. But we've, we, we've seen clips and stuff of, of, of the fight and of the match and Y'all was battling. Can you tell us and share with the poor just whatever you can share from that that sparring session? No, I mean it was a good word, man. Like, like, like I, I leveled up from that sparring session, and like, like that's why, I like, I don't know, like, bro, bro, kind of took it, like, okay, like when I first posted it, like I posted it years ago, like right. I only posted like ten seconds of it. Yeah, I only posted, posted me like hitting them like. Once, once or twice, some shit like that. That was it. And um, you know, he commented. He was all mad and shit. He was like, uh, "You better take this down and all that." With you, you know, like, bro, like, and like, even in the in the bio, you know, in the uh, caption, caption, I I said like, "Oh, bro," like, I you know, I said some good good stuff about him. So I was yeah. just kind of. Like, all right, bro. Like you goofy. Like so, I kind of like we, we don't went at him. Like I, we started talking shit. I'm like, yo, happy neck ass nigga. With <laughs> going in on bro, and we, you know, we just talking, whatever. So I don't know. That was like I said some years ago, and then this time I posted. I didn't. And what was crazy about it? I did not even notice that he was getting ready to fight Ryan or none of that. I didn't even know all that was about to take place. I thought that was even crazier. Like I was just literally at a, at a point in my career. Where I was like, bro, like I am so tired of everybody overlooking me. Like I don't know what else I got to do. Like I'm beating everybody. I'm knocking everybody out. Like I'm fighting at higher weight classes. Even though I'm trying to fight at 22, they kept offering me fights to 30, 35, and shit. So I'm like, man, a couple of them I end up taking. I was like, if if, I, if my management they felt like it was a good fight or 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 whatever, they was like, oh yeah, go ahead take take it. It'll boost you up, crazy. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. So you know it was a I've never been afraid of taking the the hard route. You know what I'm saying? Like I've always been um, ready to step up at, at at any given time. Right, man. Let me ask you this, man. And obviously, like, again, you guys are different weight classes, but like five, three years from now, you know, let's say 
you've already conquered the 122 pound division, undisputed. You got all the titles. You decide you want to move up. Could you see yourself at some point possibly like actually facing Tank in the ring like for real this time? And you've already sparred with him. So it's not like too crazy that you guys could possibly meet at like a catch weight and, and, and fight it out, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, if if he's still fighting by that time, I mean, like I said, I got to go 22, 26, 30, 35, whatever. So if before then, you know, he might be at 40. You know, that's true. That's true. Like, if, if, it, if it happens, it happens. You know, I would love the opportunity to share the, share the ring with him for real. You know, I go ahead and settle that old little bull, you know, bullshit or whatever. But at the end of the day, I mean, you know, we, we both make a lot of money. And, um, you know, I got, I got, you know, I do have respect for him. Like, right. Was a, a a great fighter. He's a great fighter. He's mm-hmm. a like I said. I, I I didn't really care too much about him when I met you know met like his vibe. I didn't really like his vibe or whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. But you know, I I, I kind of take back some of the things I said about him just because I don't know him. So you feel me? I don't you know about and I really don't really speak on things I don't know. So I, that's kind of you know what at the end of the day like. You know, we had good work. It was respect. You know, I, I respect what we did in the ring. You know, all the outside changes or whatever, whatever. But, you know, we chalked it up to the game and, you know, keep it pushing. He doing him. You know, he world champ. He making making his money. Now it's time for me to do my thing and get mine. I love that, man. That's real shit. That's real shit. Talk, talk to the porch a little bit about the training regimen. You know, um, you got a fight coming up. You know, what goes into you know, the diet, the workout plan, like what goes all into, you know, getting yourself prepared to get a W? Uh, I mean, I, 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 as time goes on, I understand more and more. It's like, it's, you feel me? Like you, you learn more, you pick up more game, you get wiser. It's just all about how you apply it. So each, uh, you know, each campus is, it's always a little different. You know, we might change something slightly or whatever, whatever, just to be a little bit more prepared for the next one. And whatnot, but yeah, man. I mean, most of the time, like when I'm uh like in the space I'm in right now, like I'm I'm you know I'm just main, doing maintenance work, you know, just mm-hmm. I'm in I'm in shape just in case I get a call or anything, you know. But like I said, right now I got some uh stuff I got to deal with uh on a legal end, so hopefully once all that gets rectified and everything, then we'll be Gucci. Yeah. Then I can go ahead and get back in the ring and like I said, uh, get that eliminator. Uh, Go ahead and get that eliminator position secured. But um, but yeah, so right. now now if you have like let's just say, you know, you got a fight in November, right? Or do you do you like wait to like train like like a, a month out, or do you do like two months out? Like what's like that timeline between like now and then before you like you going hard to train? A full a full camp is eight weeks. Eight weeks, got you. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, but sometimes I've done I've done camps in six weeks before too. Gotcha. You know, it just, it just depends. Like like I said, the more prepared you are leading up into camp, the better. Gotcha. You know, gotcha. Like you That's know, nice. I think one of my best one. I think my my career defining uh, performance against Tremaine Williams. Like you know, I was already in shape before I even was in camp. So right. when I got to I was be I was you know. It was just showed in the fight. I, I whooped that ass the whole the whole fight. Yeah. Nah, that's real. You always hear that though. Like if you just stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. You are you already you good to go. It makes the training better. You you got the leg up. Um. So yeah, now it makes perfect sense. One thing I want to talk to you about is the mental side of boxing 
because one thing that you're also known for is the the during the, the face-offs and the weigh-ins, you've got this crazy creativity where I seen man one time I saw you bring a happy meal to one to one of your opponents, and you mm-hmm. always got something new that you're doing pre-fight to kind of get in the heads of the other other person. I guess my first question is where does that come from? Like, is that, is that just from your, your, your normal personality? Uh, and two, how much of a role do you think that plays into like the pre-fight and, and getting into the head of your opponent? Uh, yeah, it actually came, it was me and my, me and my brother. Um, my, his name is, uh, uh Bilal Quinton. You know, he's a, he's a, a middleweight or whatever. That, that's my dog, you know, just like my best friend or whatever, you know, he, me and him, we, uh, we just locked in and we, I remember, he had brought somebody, brought somebody uh, a step stool to the way in or whatever. Oh, shit. Yeah. And so then my next fight, I had brought the uh, the Happy Meal. And then you know, I had told dude I was going to knock all the happy out of that. Come on. Then, <laughs> like, that just kind of like set it off. We both did that. And then, you know, we just talked about it. We was like, you know, we was like, oh, man, you know, this is – you know, we 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 called the pack. You know, the P two the P two C K. You know, we both we both got it tatted on the sides or or our face. You know what I'm saying? Like we um we just I don't know. We just building our own brand. You know what I'm saying? We are doing something different. It's innovative. Ain't nobody else ever done it. You know what I'm saying? So and, and we put it on the show. You know, we we give you a gift before we beat that ass. Basically, just mm-hmm. that's hard. You know? Yeah, so now I think what I just I done done about four or five. I think it was four. four. Yeah, because I did I did the Happy Meal and then I did the Walker. Yeah, and then I did the Louis Vuitton, and then yeah, and then the last one was the the strip stripper uniform. Oh yeah, <laughs> he just keep getting better each time, but also, I don't know. I, I don't know what you're gonna do next. I feel like each time you you gotta level up That's and do wild. something even crazier. You know what I mean? You, you might have to bring us with you and like do a, I don't know, like do a fucking uh, a, a mock up porch episode about how you about to whip his ass, and then you stay. I don't know. I'm I'm just throwing that out there. I don't know yet. <laughs> hey, they, you know they they be coming with these dumbass names. <laughs> <laughs> You got we got we got to cook them somehow. Speaking mm-hmm. of that, my 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 brother like he had a uh, his last fight. He just fought uh, about two weeks ago. He um fought a dude named Baked Chicken or something. Nigga named Baked Chicken. Yeah, that's that motherfucker. Name, so <laughs> so you know my, my brother yeah he, he had uh uh came to the way you know he had, had some fried chicken and he was eating the fried chicken. <laughs> oh my god. Just, just talking shit. I don't know. It's just funny, man. Like I said, we, we it's just like you said, it come with the personality. Like yeah. we, real like we just have fun with it. Nigga named Baked Chicken. Come I gotta on, look man. this nigga up, bro. He's setting himself up for failure, bro. Like he that's is. like if that's his he real probably, name. He, he probably had to be ready to box. A nigga named Baked Chicken had to get his get himself ready because he was gonna get in a lot of fights. I don't know what type of nickname that is. I was like, what the fuck? Like, oh, damn. <laughs> that's wild. That's so so who who are some of the who are some of the boxers you watch? Do you watch like other boxers to like get motivation or get tips or get you know different you know routines yeah. from? Of course, yeah. Um of course Floyd, you know, Floyd is definitely always been a big part of my game. 
let me see. Uh, Floyd, uh, Henry Armstrong, uh, Orlando Canizales, you know, kind of throwing, throwing it back to the old, old uh, um, Salvador Sanchez. Um, Sugar Ray Leonard. Sugar Ray Leonard was cold as fuck. What was uh what's what's my name? Um, I always forget his name. Um, he's a southpaw. He's a damn. He's a white guy. He, oh, Willie Pep. I always forget his damn name. <laughs> yeah, Willie Pep. You know, like I, honestly, shout out to uh, uh Floyd Schofield. Like I said, uh, uh and, and his dad. You know, what I'm saying they they kind of put me on a lot of game. You know, when I was in camp with them and whatnot uh, for one of my fights, so um, you know they just had me like researching different people, and you know ultimately I found a lot of old school fighters that I really liked, and I was able to really take a lot of you know take a lot of gems from and add to my arsenal. So that's dope. That's yeah, fire, man. That's fire. Let me ask you this, man: Who would you say like right now, not including yourself, obviously, because you know because if you would obviously be on this list, I would assume. But who would you say is like the the Mount Rushmore of boxers today? Like like the top Ooh. four just boxers in the world right now, in your opinion? Mm, Crawford, Canelo. Um, what's what's other what's what's bro? Um, uh. Uh, I guess anyway, and um, mm. I want to say either what's that, either Charlo or or the other um dude. What's his, what's his name? Ah, I can't remember his name. Uh, the the one who's supposed to fight uh Tyson Fury. Oh, um, ah, come on, heavy heavyweight. Yeah, like he he like uh think. Cruiser, it, he just won. Damn. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? I can't remember. I can't remember his name. I'm looking at uh, his face right now. It ain't um. Hold on, man. No, I'm, I'm about to get pissed. I know his name, y'all. I'm, I'm having a brain fart right now. Ah. He about to fight Tyson Fury? Well, not nah, dude. No. The dude he about to fight is is, is he MMA fighter. Yes, yeah, MMA yeah. fighter. My guy just won. I know you talking about though. It's gonna come to my name. Joshua. Nah, nah. Joshua ain't supposed to fight him. He's talking uh, about a white dude. He ain't white, but you know what I mean? Usyk, Usyk. Usyk, damn, I couldn't think Usyk. of his name. Usyk, Lord Jesus. I'm over here typing. Okay, I mean, so you got Usyk, Inouye, Crawford, and uh, Charlo. Oh, no, no, uh, did I say, I said Canelo right already, right? Yeah, he said Canelo. Yeah, he said Canelo, Crawford, Inouye, and Usyk. Okay, there you go. Yeah, anyway, and then like I said, four maybe, maybe Charlo, maybe Haney, maybe it's a handful Haney. of them, right? Yeah, undisputed because I know it's a couple different undisputed uh, weight classes. So. Hey, so I mean, I gotta ask you then. I mean, Canelo, Charlo, I mean, they they on your list. I mean, what you what you thinking? Oh, uh, I mean, I'm I'm gonna go with Canelo. I mean, I, I'm not sh even though like. The Charlie Charlie needs is big, bro. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> they are, ain't they though? Yeah, they are big as hell. Punch yeah. it, Yeah, even though the little brother went up two weight classes, I still don't think like it's gonna be like 
it's going to be, like, a difference. Don't get me wrong, but it ain't going to be, like, just crazy. Like, yeah. I, and like that. But what I do think is still that Canelo has more skillful than, than him, you know, and he's mm. I think it'll either be a late night stop, uh, a late stoppage, Canelo get him late, or it'll be a Canelo by, uh, you know, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. Another but big I fight. It's going to be by like just a crazy wide margin, though. I think it'll be like, like, you know, the. Um, 90, you know what I'm saying? Maybe like, like Canelo, Canelo probably had like majority of rounds. Like he'll probably win like right. six, seven to five eight. or something like that. Right, right, right. Like that, yeah. I know what like, you mean. Nah, that's a good point. I, I am looking forward to seeing that fight. And then another big fight that I, I I think they're in the works of doing the rematch is the Terrence Crawford, Errol Spence. Now I was at that fight in Vegas. It's supposed to be the fight of the year. It was a crazy environment. Eminem walked out. The energy in the in the fucking arena was nuts. And then oh and then Terrence Crawford just like put on a the hammer. show. Like and listen, I like both fighters, but I was actually rooting for Errol Spence. You know, Errol, I, I work at Fox Sports. Errol Spence, you know, has been on the show that I work on a couple times. So real good dude, good story, like all that. So I was kind of rooting for him. Um, but man, Crawford, like that fight right there. If if an alien came to Earth and they wanted to know what boxing was, I would want to show them that performance because that man to me this was like in a whole nother mind mindset. The counters, the punching power, it's like everything he wanted happened. The way that fight went, do you think? I guess Errol Spence earned the rematch. I understand the rematch clause, but it was such a one sided fight. What's your opinion on that? No, I mean, he didn't earn it, but I mean, at the end of the day, like I said, all that matters is that they was contracted, and I mean, and at the end of the day, I, I could see that he was a little weight during, but at the right. same time, did that make the difference? You know, obviously, I don't think so, but, you know, like I said, I'm with, I'm still with Spence all the way, you feel me? Like, I'm, I'm, I don't switch it. you know, I ain't, I ain't built like that. So. Hey, thanks, bro, because, like, everybody named Mama was online, like, dog and Spence, I'm like, hold on now. Spence still like that. He's still one of the best fighters in the world. Don't go out here and let this one bad loss to another all-time great belittle his greatness. Like, again, this is a prime example of what we said earlier, how people just think as soon as you get an L on your record, oh, you just shitty. You ain't. I'm like, right. man, I seen Spence make Ugas' eye stick out his face like this. Ugas' yeah. eye, y'all remember that fight? I was like this. So let's, like, let's slow down a little bit, man. Like, Crawford, this was different. Fuck Kill Brook shit up. <laughs> like, bro, like, I mean, he's valid. Like, he just, he got outclassed by somebody who is, you feel me, who's just better. Better and, than that, yep. Another and, one of your homies, if I'm not mistaken, is Boots Ennis. Now, everybody was saying they want to see the Boots Ennis fight Terrence Crawford. From Terrence Crawford's standpoint, I know from a business side, I think right now just doesn't make the most sense from a money side. But from an actual, from a competition side, I think it makes perfect sense. You think Boots could actually like go so, in there and do something? For competition side, yeah, it definitely makes sense. But yeah, I, I had the same exact thought. I was like, yeah, it don't really make sense to me. Like, it, you know, Boots, because Boots going to be, he's he's the one at 47. Like, after Crawford, like, after he go ahead and go up or, or, or whatever the fuck he do. Yeah, yeah. Like, Boots definitely got that on lock. Ain't nobody touch him at 47. I feel like so, it make it tough, Bolo, and, and man, because it's like, there's a handful of fighters. I think Boots is in this category. I also think Shakur Stevenson is in this category where 
these are some, some really good to great mm-hmm. young fighters, but they don't have like the the, the, the clout in terms of like the whole the you know promotion. world knowing on yeah. right, 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 right. Uh-huh. So it it's like if I'm a top fighter and, and, and you know I'm I'm a Terrence Crawford, I'm a you know, I'm Devin Haney, I got all these built like whatever. It's kind of like it's, it's almost dangerous to fight these guys because it's like if I win, it's like maybe I don't make as much money as I as I could have made because their name isn't that big yet. But if I lose, I lose everything. I lose all my right. titles, I lose my, my belt. Like they I, playing with the house money. Right, right. But it makes it tough because like you see in Shakur Steven, for example, he's struggling to get a fight. He was supposed to fight um Frank Martin, which I thought was gonna be a good athletic, you know, matchup. And then something happened. I'm not saying he was scared. I'm not gonna say all that, but like something happened within the contract or whatever, where basically he backed out. And now Shakur is looking here like, man, I'm just trying to fight. I, I just want to fight, but don't nobody want to fight him. I feel like that happens a lot in boxing, right? Yeah, I know. Like I said, man, this business shit get, get crazy. <laughs> like I said, I'm 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 still getting my feet wet, so I'm, I'm sure it's going. I'm gonna have more escapades. I'm gonna have to go through and all that too. So, right, I'm that's trying, crazy. And make sure I, I get all my stuff covered on the back end and everything else. You know what I mean? So. That's right. Oh, I can't for my basis. Side note, I got a question for you. Has a nigga since you since you you're a professional fighter, you've been fighting <laughs> all your life, right? Has a nigga tried you on the street? Yeah. Like just with these mittens. Like I feel like I feel like to just to, to have such a craft with being being able to box, like a nigga would be dumb if they just try you, but they don't know what they don't know though. You know what I'm saying? So have you ever found yourself getting into like a street fight and like, like, bro, you don't know what the fuck about to happen right now. Like, I'm always curious talking to boxers of like how that shit would go down. Nah, man, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm well respected in my area. You know, people are, know me, you know what I'm saying? They, they know it's good. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody ever, you know, nobody, they, they don't want that problem. And, um, so, you know, at, but at the same time, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I stay, I stay well equipped in all areas. So that's, a fact. that's a fact. Say no yeah. more. Say no more, my brother. I yeah. respect that. <laughs> whatever whatever nigga want to take, you know what I'm saying? I'm well prepared. So 100%. Uh, the last altercation I got to, though, was this other boxer. Mm. You know what I'm like, I had beef with him for a minute or whatever, whatever. So it's real corny, goofy ass nigga. But anyway, so ended up smacking him at at a, at a OTX event or whatever. Yeah. And he start popping, talking about he want me to come up and fight him because he see all this motion going on now. So end up smacking his ass. I, you know, he was getting in my face and shit, smacked that nigga at the at the show, or whatever. But uh, <laughs> hey, if you smack somebody, you ain't got no respect for him. <laughs> I want I want somebody down there to punch me, sleep me, whatever. Then the smack, like open the open hand slap. That mean like. I'm calling you like a, you know, you know what I'm calling you. That nigga that Caleb Plant special for sure. Yeah, hey, Caleb Plant, man, he out here smacking. He did, he showed his smack Trollo, did he? Caleb, hey, man, shout out to Caleb. It was a, it was a good smack too. Like mm-hmm. he smacked and got back. Like it was a good little, you know what I mean? Quick with it. That's funny as fuck. <laughs> the Caleb uh, special, man, I love it. Uh okay, a few more questions here, man. So I thought we know who you are inside the ring, though, my brother. But who is Elijah when you're not beating people's ass inside the ring? Like when you chilling, when you're not focused on boxing, who is Elijah? Uh well, first and foremost, I am a father. 
like I said, like you know, like like I like I told you earlier, with the fatherhood, like you know, what I'm saying I'm ten, I'm ten toes stamped. You know, like I'm, I'm very proactive. You know, what I'm saying like my 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 daughter, that's that's my whole little you know my little world. You know, what I'm saying so. Yeah. Um, I'm a creative. You know, what I'm saying I, I do. I, I'm a jack of trades, man. I do. I, I my my goal is to be an entertainer. But now I don't want to be just known as a boxer. I don't want to be. Oh, Elijah was a legend, a legendary boxer. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I would love, I would love to add that to the title. He was right. a legendary boxer. He was this, this. You know what I'm saying? But I don't want to be. No, I'm not. Singularity is not for me. I'm all about duality and and more. You feel me? Like, um, I I I, I sing, I rap, I dance, I tumble, flip. You know, all all of that. So I'm just trying to figure out a way how I can incorporate all these talents. Uh, you know, once my boxing career is over, you know, this boxing is the vehicle to get me there. Mm-hmm. You know. I just know I just know that I um I have a purpose, you know, with the boxing, you know, but I, you know, uh, uh set aside, you know, the 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 personal glory and, and gratification. You feel me? Like I know that there's on some on a higher scale that um I'm going to do. And um, you know, from philanthropy and on, you feel me? I got, I just, I got so many ideas. I've always been very innovative. So like, I'm, I'm constantly trying to workshop and figure out how I can, you know, add my own little, you know, my, my own little special piece to the world and whatever, you know, um, capacity, you know, that may be. So locked in on locked in for real. Locked in. Locked One in. of the things you hold on real quick, bro, before you jump in. Did you say you can sing? Don't <laughs> 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 no start lagging because he know he knew I wanted to call him out. Uh-uh. Spotify, all that, you know, and check me out, Elijah Pierce. You know, yeah, man, I do it like Ooh, I said. Ooh, okay. I'm a rock artist for real though. Like I, I do everything. Like damn. That's cold. That's check cold. him out. Hey, poor family. Go to Spotify, Apple, check him, check him out. Elijah Pierce. Elijah Pierce. I know he do music. That's that's he do everything. He do music. Do everything. He box. He a girl dad. He do it all. <laughs> what I'm actually getting ready to uh kind of unveil that side soon. Like I it's been a process. Like I said, I just been wanting to really establish myself in boxing first. Cause I need mm-hmm. to know that I'm the truth. Like I'm him. And I deserve like it's not like I'm like I'm not one of these guys who who would have padded resume. Like if you check my last six, seven fights, they were all guys with winning records, like nine and one, eight and one, uh, ten and zero. You know, like twenty eight and one, uh, thirty and five. Like you know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. I'm great, good competition, and I'm I'm smoking ass like easy. Like it ain't. And then when I even get to the world title challenge, like I said, my last two fights, I smoked their ass too. Like, it, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It, it um, so I just, I just want some respect on my name. That's all. You feel me? Like, and I'm starting. It, it's slowly coming. You know, I had my first, um, I guess like real major interview, um, uh, a- after the fights and whatnot yeah. too. But, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm staking my claim, man. I'm doing my thing and. I just appreciate everybody who's uh been supporting the journey along the way, you know, even uh publications that as you guys, you know, for allowing uh 
uh, to, you know, wanting to share, share that uh, platform with me and, you know, get, uh, allow people to uh, a chance to get to know me and know what I'm about, know I'm for real, you know, with this, know that um, they're, they're about to witness the, the next, the next star in boxing. Well, we love, love it, man. man. We we love having like superstars on, you know, kind of early before everybody knows them. I mean, we, we've had a couple times before. We've mentioned her a few times. Uh, Alicia Baumgartner, who was on our show a year prior to really every everybody else knew about her. You know, right now she's a superstar champion, undisputed, looking good. She's flawless and she's everywhere. We had her on here. We you know when she was had just one. I think she had one big fight, but no titles yet. Yeah, we didn't really know her. And now, you know, we see where she's at now. And everything she's doing now, she's spoken to she existence spoke on this she podcast. You know what I'm saying? We had we had Nico Ali Walsh on here as well. I know he just had a, a loss but by decision. Y'all talk to what, me. What y'all think about her little scandal thing going on? I mean, I don't mm. know. I don't, I don't think. I don't know. I don't think, I don't, man, listen, I'm not going to say, like, I'm best friends with her. Like, I'm not going to say that. But, like, based upon who she is as a person, her personality-wise and her story and, and just – Fighting out of Detroit, I know who she's fighting with. I, I just, it's hard for me to believe that yeah. she would purpose, purposely, right, try to take some stuff to get an advantage. Now, could she have done it and her trainer like didn't tell her or didn't communicate? Yes, that's that's possible. But I don't think Alicia knowingly was like, "Hey, I, I need some advantage." Like she's a great athlete, just naturally strong. Yeah. You look at her baby picture; she always been rocked up when she was a little kid, athletic. Always been kind of like a tomboy, play football with the boys. So I just don't see why she would think she needs to take some steroids or any sort of enhancement for the fight. So I'm with her until I hear different. I'm gonna be real with you. That's a fact. Exactly, I agree. Yeah, and she is too. Oh my god! But <laughs> at like on some fight shit, like she she cold. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah. yeah man, I show. Love it. Love I think it. it's time for the quick hitters, Bolo, man. Yes, and sir. We'll go ahead and wrap this up. So we like to end our show with just some fun, you know, quick hitter type questions. So uh, we got two little, I'll call them games, and then, we'll, and then we're going to let you go, brother. So the first one, um, we're going to play something called Would You Ever. So okay. the first question is going to be this. Would you ever follow your dad's footsteps and fight MMA? Like going to like a UFC match or like, let's say you've reached your peak in boxing and you want to try something different. Would you ever actually go fight MMA? Yeah. Hell yeah. I'll do it. I mean, like I was actually going to fight MMA beforehand. Like I just changed my mind because I was like, you know what, bro? Y'all niggas take a little bit too much damage to me. And mm -hmm. like, I'm Funny, this money over here. So I think I'm gonna see You know what I'm saying? So that I don't know. That's kind of more so how I was feeling about it. I wouldn't. I yeah, this is a little too much damage. They be beating the hell out of each other, and then don't be making half what y'all be making. So I feel it. <laughs> hell yeah. Too. I remember. I will never forget this. I was sparring. I was helping this MMA dude sparring. Like I didn't know I'm just helping for. I was getting some work. Whatever. So I'm thinking we just going straight hands. So anyway, so you know, we, we working on striking. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. So I'm, I'm mixing his ass up, boom, 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 you know, doing my thing, whoops, whatever. Dude just like what did, I forgot what kick he did. I don't know. That nigga kicked me in his toe, hit me right here, and left a big ass welt on right under my eye. Mm. I, I, well, I was so mad. Like I T I'm 
<laughs> like I started peeing up on dude, I, and then you know they they stopped in this shit. But I think that was what that was the day I was like fucking me. Like, nah, I'm just damn. Put his big toe right here. I would have been pissed. Just off, the, off the street. Damn. I was like, I was like I'm straight. You get on that. Nigga kicked me in the face. Yeah. I'm on that. On that. Okay. All right. So would you ever leave boxing for the WWE? Yeah, once I once I get enough money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. like, I, I don't think I'll be cold as fuck at w, in WWE. Um, so all I need is the right. Once I figure out the right back, you know, the right story. Yeah. How to, you know, oh yeah. Yeah, what? he in that bitch, huh? Yeah, he like, yeah, I'm so. Ball, <laughs> he got. He already got a big personality. He funny. Right, right. He already bring he the props fall, out. He gonna fall in the character quick. Yeah, yeah. you better be firing that shit, low key. Into like I'm actually into like man like when I think about the impact that wrestling had on me as a kid I mean I really had you know a lot of us in you know as kids it has whatever so like when I look at the impact and my favorites and whatnot even like The Rock you know The Rock was always one of my favorites him uh my top three was always him Booker T and uh and uh Stone Cold come on now and, and like oh actually no I take that back no I take that back it wasn't it was um. It was the Rock Booker T and Rey Mysterio. But I love mm. six one nine Buicka Buicka six one nine. Hey, you feel me, like small dude who always used to be conquer the you know conquer the giants. So, like, hey, I, hey, you know he's yeah. still wrestling right now. He old as hell, still got the mask on, getting to it. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, and it's just it's all entertainment is and it's just it's dope bro like so i mean i'm looking forward to just all different ventures as to like i'm i'm gonna be very experiment experimental like when 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 it's my time it's gonna be like it's gonna be my time for sure i'm damn yeah. sure gonna take advantage of every opportunity you know the limelight all of that you know it's it's about i think you know, and, and not just like I said for the personal affection of it, but just to inspire and touch and do all these things, you know, really like have my hand in the game for real. Like yeah. And and I don't feel I, I don't feel like there's a lot of people who, who really I mean there's I know there's some, but I'm I know there's not a lot of people thinking on that type of spectrum. Like, yeah, they get in theirs and that's cool. You know, you put in the work, you know, you deserve to get yours and you know, go about yours however you choose. But you know, at the same time, there's still always need if, to be in that position. I feel like there's always that responsibility to kind of somewhat put yourself in the space of how you can, you know, help others build, you know, build the world, you know, whatever, the, you know, whatever can, you know what I'm saying? You can add to the to the world, or add to just a gaming period, whatever it is that you do. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the world. That's life. I mean, innovation. I mean, we all we all trying to find the next best thing. And get, and get the next best thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And use our, our God-given abilities and skill sets and gifts to bless other people. I think that's the reason why we all here. Use go. our skill set to bless others in some way and to work together. So right there with you, my brother. So we got a couple fill, fill in the blanks and we're going to let you go, my brother. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the first one. Okay. Oklahoma is best known for blank. Rodeos. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. I didn't know that. I like that one. Okay. 
<laughs> Below you jump okay. in next. Okay, your fighting style is most similar to blank. <laughs> okay. 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 Emmanuel I like Augustus. that. Everybody say it, so you know. I say just it go again. Ahead. Emmanuel Augustus. Augustus. Emmanuel Augustus. Okay, bet. I, I thought what you said. Ooh, I mean, they, they ain't a bad one to compare it to. Now they ain't a bad. Thanks. One. Oh All yeah, right. and if I didn't include him in that list earlier, obviously he's definitely a big influence on me, like for sure. But okay. you know, I just the fact that people try to attribute just the whole style to him, like like everything I do is something he done and that that's farther from truth like what i do i'm I, I completely created my own shit and like people gonna see you know when they see then you know i just can't wait to you know bask in it mm -hmm. i love it i love it all right last one here my brother and we always like, like to do this one in five years elijah pierce will be blank Women in that low life, in that money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he be getting that bread, is what he's saying. He said, "I'm gonna be that money, young, huh? Yeah, huh?" In the in the jacuzzi, you know what I'm saying. My little my my daughter running around, you know what I'm saying, playing, doing thing. You know, we just have all my family good, just just enjoying. On the For grill, sure. you know what I mean? In the backyard, kicking it, cooking. Just kicking it. Good vibes. Just oh. everything. All is well. You know what I'm saying? Two hot dog real quick. You know, extra Ooh. patty. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> he said extra patty because I, because I can. I got the bread for it. <laughs> <laughs> Only thing we ask Elijah, don't forget about the porch. When you blow up, Elijah, when you got the when you got 200, 200 M's in your account, don't forget about Come your on. brothers on the porch, my guy. That's all we ask, man. Come on, Poppy Kyla. I tell you like this, like, like a lot of people say, like they say they don't, you know, they don't forget where they come from, because like, you know, that that's I guess a common thing with people who become successful. Yeah, you know, like they always want to go back or wherever they come from and they roots and all that. But then you know, it's kind of hard to because. You know, you got and it's penny pension and everybody in your face and yep. you're trying to set it up and all that. I don't know. I, I be thinking about that all the time. So, but one thing about me is I, I stand on is like those who have been with me in them trenches, they mm. yeah, they definitely eat with me. They definitely going to be at the top of that mountain with me for sure. Like, that's, that's just how I've always been. Like, I, I'm I'm bred like that. Like, those, my, like that wolf. Mentality like that pack shit is a part of me. Like my pack means everything. I'm the wolf is 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 only as strong as a pack. You know what I'm saying? Those yeah. my around who surround me, who support me. Those they ensure my success. Yeah, and yeah. I I have to reciprocate and make sure that I'm doing my part in order to you know what I'm saying give back to them as well. You feel me? So yeah, yeah, yeah bro. Oh. Hey, hey, real, real quick, last question before we before, before we get you off here. I think one of my favorite parts of boxing is the intros. What's yeah. your dream intro? <laughs> oh, okay, hold up, hold up. Oh. All right, it would probably be that's tough. Take your time, take your time. This shit hard, bro. I've always wanted to just, 
I'm not a boxer. I've always wanted to come out and just just experience that feeling of oh. everybody looking at you. They got their phones out. The lights is on you. You walking out. You got hey. so-and-so rapping with you. Hey, the hairs be on my neck every time. I got two different ones. I ain't gonna lie. I got two different ones. One, it would be like I got this this vision with with, with Sauce Walker. Like I fought, I fought with Sauce Walker. Like okay. so, so like I got this like this little vision with Sauce Walker type shit where you know he rap rap me up or whatever. Um, and then I got another like another uh, idea with with the uh, Deftones. It, it, it probably either be like Deftones or like. Uh, or uh, a Motley Crew, you know, type shit like some, some rock star, real, real oh, rock star. Yeah. Or shit, it might even be my own band. I got, I have my own own band. So, I mean, I don't know, bro. Like, you feel me? That's like something, something different. Like, some, you know, I haven't really seen before. Shit might come in on the motherfucking. Uh, uh, I don't think I've seen nobody come in on like some WWE shit. Come in, uh. uh on on the on the on the, on the shit on the Bret Hart type shit, what you on? Whatever, yeah, like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Coming in, yeah, that intro. You trying to turn up do something yeah. different? Cause I've been to a few fights, man. I I went to the the Tyson Fury Deontay Wilder. I think it was part one, maybe in Vegas. And Tyson Fury, he's already like six seven, six eight, three hundred and some pounds. He came out with a king crown and cape on, and they was carrying him. And I swear to God. He looked like a real king because he he's so damn big and all the the way the light was on him. I said this dude looked like a real king of this motherfucker. Like it was mm. it was nuts. And then obviously most recently, Terrence Crawford coming out with with, with the fishnet on and so, and as soon as that Eminem beat dropped, that that dun, 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 it was like oh man, that shit was hilarious too, though. Cause I was like that nigga must have paid like half the half the deposit or something because Eminem. Had- <laughs> No, you know what man. happened though? I saw I saw Eminem in, in his comments because it was a video like that. Uh, Shakur asked uh, Terrence who he was gonna come out to, and, and Terrence was like, "Man, you know what would be dope is if Eminem." I came out to Eminem. I love Eminem. Eminem saw it on Instagram and commented under. He was like, "Man, it's funny you said this. I'm actually a big fan of yours." So I don't know what the behind the scenes was, but I bet you Eminem probably just did him a favor because Eminem didn't really rap. He came out, introduced him, and that's it. He didn't. He didn't actually like. Rap his song. Right. He just had a that song makes sense. playing. That makes sense. Yeah. So it's like, nah, nigga, it's extra for that. Nigga. Yeah, right, nigga, right, look, right, I'm gonna right. need. I'm gonna need. I need. I'm gonna need fifty bands. You wanna hear these lyrics, nigga? Hey, hey. When that beat dropped, it went crazy though. Mom, he said, "Mom, spaghetti." She's nervous. They was going crazy in there, bro. So I, I said, "Oh, Terry, about to win this shit." <laughs> that's when, that's when it started. Yeah. So like, yeah, something like that is definitely a. Uh, that's a anxiety break, you know, anxiety uh racer for sure. Yep. For and, sure, you know, brother. Probably like, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm here now. I'm here. Right, 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 right. So well, we can't wait to see it, brother. We can't wait to see your growth. We can't wait to see you continue to to become the star that, that, that you are and see all your all your dreams come true, man. Uh it's been dope to hear more about your story. You definitely got two more. Fans uh, to to add to to your to your pack to your wolf pack. Um, th- this your time here, man. Uh, anything you want to shout out? You know anything you're doing, or if you want to let our fans know where they can find you on social media, this is your time to to do that. Absolutely. Um, like I said, y'all can follow me on uh, on Instagram at Elijah underscore Pierce, uh, and on Twitter at WXXXLFIE. Um. 
uh, on Snap at Elijah the Boxer. Um, but yeah, man. Oh, also on Facebook, Elijah Pierce, of course. But uh, but yeah, man. Like I said, I'm just I'm just kind of waiting right now, getting these business business handlings underway. Um, like I said, hopefully I'll be in the ring one more time this year. You know, um, that would be great. If not, then you know, unfortunately next year. But uh, I'm sure I'll, I'll probably be in the ring at least one more time this year. You know, go ahead solidify. You know, let them know the wolf. The wolf is here to stay. Uh, I love it, man. Man, I'm just appreciative, man. Like I said, it's it's been you know a lot to take in as of recently. Like I said, that win was huge. Um, you know, I'm just very thankful for my my support system. You know, my 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 team, Team Wolf, my coaches. Um, you know, uh, my mother, my um. Just all my fans and supporters, you know, my sponsors, you know, uh, shout out to my sponsors. Uh, shout out to Cortez Coleman uh, from Happy Bud, Man, Happy Bud Brand uh, CBD out of Oklahoma City. Um, uh, Wayne and Azeem Cooper uh, from Kuma CBD and uh, Okami Cleaning Service here, here in Atlanta. Uh, my boy Cairo uh, is one of my conditioning coaches, uh, conditioning coaches. Um, Headquartered barbershop. Um, shit. Man, just the north side in general, man. North side ATL, uh, 405, Oklahoma City, man. Uh, I, I just appreciate Love all y'all. Y'all stay tuned. More underway. Um, I got music coming. I got skits coming. I mean, it, it's a lot, man. Like I said, entertainment is what I do. Um, you know, and things are going to get more and more uh, serious. You know, I'm only looking to create and, and continue to build. You know, I just right now, um, like I said, I'm, I'm still setting the foundation for and everything within the boxing uh, realm. So I'm wanting to make sure everything is good to go with that, make sure everything on track, make sure everything is right where I need it to be, get that in place. And then once I do that, man, like I said, it's full speed ahead with everything. You know, I'm I'm taking I'm taking off I'm taking off taking over. You know, we 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 here. You know, the hunt continues. Yes, sir. <laughs> Get ready, y'all. The wolf is here. Appreciate you, my brother, man. And Bolo, how do we end every show, man? Hey, we wake up every morning, man. Look yourself in the mirror and just make sure that the best you is the best you. And we out. Peace. Started on the porch. That was where I began. Had to put in work every day we got it in we chased all our dreams and now they can't believe it we make it look easy we achieving everything we needed now we undefeated if we link no it's only business if we get to speak and leave them speechless i did things for free but now it costs to see me when you see me you ain't gotta greet me just don't plot to sneak me i'ma see it i'ma stop and watch you lose and get defeated what do we bleed came from the jungle we humble but hungry and hunt and defeat People don't want us to leave They love us and rush to the bus when we run in the streets Thinking we stun in the sea We came from nothing to something, now up in the lead Now we ain't coming in peace Hunting for blood and to crush everyone in the league We got a reason We put in work every day of the week, every month, every season So many schemes, had to go off for the team We gave our all and succeeded Came from the deep end Warming up pots, cooking ramen at times That was all we was eating Now we be feasting Five star restaurants every week Whole teams ripped in cloth and it seems They looking hard when we step on the scene Call us outcasts, we so fresh and so Clean. Ain't about cash, please don't ask for a meeting Just hit the stoop, out the spaz on the beat Nah, it ain't rude if you ask for the feet Just play it cool when I tax you the fee We need a pool
board and go jump off and splash for the heat Live for the day cause the past can't determine the future or where you gon' actually be Keep staying presence, our presence a blessing, it's all that we have and we actually need I'm taking action with passion, detaching the ones who keep acting attached to leech I am no pastor but actually preaching, look up these letters and actually read That was where it all began, had to put in work, every day we got it in all our dreams and now they can't believe it We make it look easy, we achieving everything we need Now we undefeated, if we link, no it's only business If we get to speak and leave them speechless I did things for free but now it costs to see me When you see me, you ain't gotta greet me Just don't plot to sneak me, I'ma see it I'ma stop and watch you lose and get defeated Presented by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.